Good morning. I'm Bethany. I use they, them pronouns. I'm from North Carolina in the southeastern U.S., uh, and I am the host for this game, but not the GM because there is no GM. And it's great to be playing with you all again, or for the first time. Kim? Hi, I'm Kim. My pronouns are she or they. I don't believe I've played with any of you before. What would you like to know? Anything you'd like to tell us? Uh, you will probably see at least one of the cats and possibly one of the dogs sort of cross through the screen. Um, I live in the Boston area. And I think that's everything I have onwards. Your cats and dog can say hello to the rest of our cats and dogs. I'm Rhea. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, and I've played on Incorporated before and I'm very excited to play again. Uh, and I also enjoy watching other people's pets cross the screen. I also woke up really early to play another game, so I will be half asleep, but hopefully awake enough to talk. But we can just pretend that's my character. Uh, my name is Sabine. I use any pronouns. I'm in Germany. I'm very excited because uh, once upon a time when I was young, I studied biology and I, uh, a little, a little, just a little. I didn't finish any or anything, but uh, yeah. And also I follow the Jeff Vandermeer account and there are lots of nature pictures there. Um, hi, I'm David. Use he, him pronouns. I am based here in Sheffield in the UK. So, um, I was going to say it's, it's dark out now, but it's been dark out for most of the day. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's that time of year again. I'm looking forward to giving this a go. It sounds like a lot of fun. And um, today we're playing Unincorporated, which is a game that I wrote about a year ago, I think. And uh, this is a new setting playbook for it, Vigil Creek Nature Preserve. It is GMless. Um, it does have dice. Uh, it also has tokens. You spend the tokens to change your dice rolls or to change your stats. Or if you save up three tokens, you can give yourself an entirely new stat. Just make one up and you automatically get plus two in that and then everything else becomes zero. Until then, your stats add up to zero. Uh, they are jock, prep, goth, and nerd. They don't have to be true. Um, they're just your reputation. And they're your reputation in comparison with the other PCs. So like, if we are all biologists on a nature preserve, we're probably pretty heavy on the nerd side. But in comparison to everybody else, maybe the one who runs ultra marathons on the weekends is the jock. So I, I think you're all familiar with lines and veils, probably. Um, I always put a couple of lines on here. This game doesn't usually tend to have much in the way of violence. Most of the conflict tends to be more um, interpersonal drama. It might rise to the level of a fist fight. Usually doesn't involve weapons but occasionally has involved ghost possessions. So, you know, feel free to add things there just in case if you want. It also has wishes. I put them in the same set of lists. Wishes are just what you'd like to see, especially things that you think might not come up, you know, naturally. Things that you want to make sure we don't overlook. All right, so lines. Things that just don't exist in this world are sexual assault or coercion, cannibalism, a pandemic, and homophobia and racism, things that can exist, but we're not going to like focus on them or have detailed descriptions are drug use and alcoholism, harm to family members and snakes, and wishes are surreal nature descriptions and cryptids. 
you set up both the characters and the setting basically at the same time. Um, all you really need for characters to get started is name, pronouns, and a role, job, occupation, a thing that takes up your time. The idea is that we're all employees and we all like live and work here, but that doesn't have to be true. You just you need a reason to be here a lot. I forgot. What do we do? Do we do person, place, and thing also, or is that for after we do the questions? Um, do you fill those in with the answers to your questions? Okay. The next step is where we can set up both the setting details and the character's history at the same time. There's three categories of questions, people, places, and things. And what we do is just start with people. Each person picks one of those questions and answers it. But you answer it by making up an NPC. And for places, you'll answer it by making up a place. And things, you'll answer it by making up a thing. You can use any of the examples down there at the bottom, or you can make up something completely new. We will fill in right below it with the answers. I totally have an idea. Awesome. And it's for who's mad at you and won't tell you why. And I think that's Dr. Julia Carver. She's the lead scientist for the whole thing. And for some reason, I did something that made her mad. And I don't even know what that was because I don't read people all that well. I, I know fungi. And people are weirdly complicated compared to fungi. Fungi rarely are mad at you and won't tell you why. True, true. But, you, you know, they can be mad at people. And I will tell you in great detail how I know this. <laughs> awesome. Unless someone wants to answer where is the most ridiculous place you've caught people making out, I have an idea that it's like an abandoned mine shaft or something. That seems not like a particularly romantic place and not particularly safe either. But like as a trail hand person who like tries and keeps the trails and the preserve clear, I have seen so much stuff happening in this one mine shaft. That's a ridiculous place. Yep. I think that I am working with an intern who has an unreasonable fear of bears, despite there not being any bears there. They're fairly convinced that all noises are bears, and they're super annoying. That is Sammy, the jumpy intern. Oh, I screwed up someone's project and haven't told them yet. Vicky Travis's restoration project. I've gone for the um, places, uh, what site in the preserve do you feel personally responsible for? And that is going to be a small marijuana field uh, out by the old abandoned ranger station that... Um, Oscar has been tending and probably keeping as low a profile about as possible. Just to check with like the veils, is that like is that oh. fine with like drug use? Yeah, good question. Yes, that was my veil, and I do not consider that drug abuse. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I'd forgotten about that. That's okay. I believe that I have broken a guardrail and it's now just caution tape. I might want to tie into this, if that's possible. I don't know. Um, because I thought about uh, where did you get yourself and someone else seriously hurt? And I think that might have been when the guard tape broke. And it was in some sort of bayou where it was very muddy and where you could really drop into the swamp. I, I imagine this is like Florida 
So not only did we fall into the muddy water, but somebody got bitten by an alligator. You're not supposed to go swimming there, but they don't have a sign for that. And we didn't go swimming there, to be fair. We fell because someone broke the guardrail. Oops. <laughs> I will have broken the guardrail. Sammy is convinced it was actually a water bear. <laughs> I also believe that uh, there is a clearing that has been mysteriously cold on like two occasions that I've been there, like seeing your breath cold. And I've just decided that I'm not coping with that. So that is the place that scares me so much. I'm not going back to. I broke the chainsaw and now I have to like lug out some not particularly sharp saw whenever there's like stuff getting in the trailway. And I just don't think we have the money to replace the chainsaw because we haven't fixed the guardrails. And that seems important for human life, whereas the chainsaw is just like, it's helpful. A broken chainsaw is probably dangerous, but... Or maybe it just doesn't start to begin with. Intermittently start. So I like bring it anyway, just in case it might start this time. And I think given our wishes on that, I'm going to choose um, what have you seen that you just can't identify. And I think I have seen a creature roaming out on the swamps. It's maybe, maybe it's just a big alligator, but it looks like it had a longer neck. And, uh, and I don't know, but there's definitely something weird out there, probably. Well, since we've established that there is an old ranger station, I think it's on like a slightly higher ground in the swamp, basically an island, except it's not so much surrounded by water as mud. And that is where I go to avoid my coworkers. I think the person who I regret telling in secret, I think it's Andy, a retiree who lives nearby, who does the like, what's it called? Community science um, and like counts butterflies. But they were there one day and I told them a secret. And now they won't let me forget that I told them a secret. I think that there is a really nice camera that you'd think somebody would have claimed in the Lost and Found box so long that nobody would care if I kept it. I think what I have found that I just can't identify is, of course, a mushroom. But the, the mushroom grew out of a mycelium that I'm pretty sure belongs to another fungi and fungus, and, and I'm... I'm really weirded out by this because uh, usually they, the mycelia, they don't produce different, different uh, fruiting bodies. So why did this, has this happened? What is that? And I think the person whose mistakes I'm always covering up for is my boss, uh, Matt Pacer, who is like the head ranger at the park, um, who is, I just think, promoted beyond their capabilities. So we could do one of two things next. We could fill in the background questions or pick plots. Some of the plots are related to that second background question, but we could definitely answer the first one without any problems. So uh, what kind of rare species do you think lives here? We've established we live in like Florida swamp. I know of a lot of real animals and plants that live in Florida swamps, but it might be better to just make one up. The world's largest tardigrade. One that's like macroscopic that you can see. There are actually water bears. 
I love it. Yes. Giant tardigrade. And uh, what mysterious event has brought new attention to the preserve? One of the plots has a lot to do with that, so we can wait. And if someone claims that plot, they can decide what it was. Speaking of which, the next step is to pick a plot. So each player picks a plot, A plots and B plots. A plots tend to take up more time and effort. And if you notice, they all have two person blanks in them. One of those person blanks should be another PC. If you pick a B plot and there's a person blank, it can be an NPC or a PC if they want to get in on that plot with you. Does anyone wish to be afraid of dogs? Sure, I mean, dogs, they're weird and bark and stuff. They bite, like alligators or bears. Bears and alligators are fine, but dogs, <laughs> dogs are scary. <laughs> you can never trust them. They always wag their tail and then they bite you. And who do I have to meet with who is being followed by that dog? Sorry. Uh, my character, Eleanor, is being followed by the dog. Oh, and okay. I have to meet you for some reason. Okay. Yeah, you have to mark all the trails, I see. And you broke the guardrail. I fell through. Well, lovely. And now you have this dog. You have no idea that it was me that broke the guardrail. Oh, I don't. Okay. Someone broke the guardrail. You should really there do something. It is a broken guardrail. It was a bear. The bear broke the guardrail. Is our cryptid just a bear that's not supposed to be here? There are no bears in this part of Florida. I mean, okay, I'm not an ursologist or anything, but I'm pretty sure there aren't. I think there's a group of campers that are, I'm convinced they're up to something. Maybe they're trying to trap these giant tardigrades and sell them as pets. That's what I think they're doing anyway. Uh, my boss, person one, really likes them. So I'm going to need convincing evidence to kick them out. Who is my boss? I just put my job as intern. I don't know what I'm interning to do. Maybe I'm Ross's intern. I don't know. Um, Ross, do you really like these uh, these campers? I can't imagine what I would, but... Uh, it could be an NPC. If you... I mean, maybe it's the park ranger who likes the camper. Oh, maybe. I mean, we've, we've got a park ranger, right? We do. Maybe Matt really likes these campers. Oh, wait, Vicky's the person whose project I messed up. Oh, maybe she likes them. I don't know why she really likes them, but she does. Uh, the thing about these plots is that they give you a starting point, something to do to begin with. You may or may not actually end up solving the problem or even like focusing on it for very long. It's mostly just a starting point. I think I want to be someone who has faked a mysterious sighting. Maybe it was Oscar, and maybe it was just us trying to do something with photoluminescence. I was trying to do it. Maybe Oscar had other ideas. David? Yeah, that could work. And I think uh, the person who shouldn't find this out is probably Dr. Carver. I mean, she is mad at me anyway. I don't even know why. What did we fake, Oscar, with photoluminescence? I'm wondering whether to tie it back into the tardigrades. Maybe it was reported as like a ghost sighting because we we somehow got covered in in this uh, yeah bioluminescent stuff. Yeah, maybe I try to get the photoluminescence onto the tardigrades because I had been too deeply in your 
Mariana feels a little at least. And and we thought getting those tardigrades to glow in the dark would be amazing because it would like like fireflies only in the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, it'd be much easier to keep track of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing Dr. Carver a favor. Yeah, I am, but uh, you probably would not understand that. Uh, I think I had to hide the broken chainsaw because maybe if there's like been a sighting of something and we get an influx of new visitors, we'll have enough funding, but they won't buy me a new chainsaw if we still have the old chainsaw. So I have to hide that somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the place where this thought came upon me really suddenly was in the secret marijuana field. So I stuffed it in there. And I think I probably came back to get it because I was like, wait, no, I need proof that this thing doesn't work. So they'll get me the new one. I don't know which way is better with the chainsaw funding issue, but my chainsaw is gone now. And because of that, I sort of think that like Oscar took my chainsaw. (laughs) Why would Oscar take my chainsaw? I've definitely agreed to help Uh, someone capture a legendary cryptid. And I think it was last seen near the abandoned mine shaft. And, ooh, I think that I've um, maybe been using some of this strange mushroom, thinking that maybe this will lure it there. Is anyone interested in capturing a cryptid? Otherwise, I'll pick a, an NPC. I'll help you capture the cryptid if you'll help me find evidence uh, that the campers are plotting something. Sounds good. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? So I guess what mysterious event has brought new attention? Is it the ghost sighting or is it something else? They had forearms or three and it was unclear. But there was definitely a ghost. A four-armed ghost. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What were you and Oscar doing when they saw this sighting? We were uh, trying to feed the photoluminescent substance to the tardigrades so they would glow in the dark. Because that would be romantic. Right. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that was totally a scientific experiment, not me trying to be romantic with Oscar or anything. Okay, so that is our setup. Uh, this would probably be a good time to introduce all these nerds. I have plus two jock, minus two nerds, so there. <laughs> You're a chainsaw expert. I mean, you need some arm strength for that. The least nerdy of the nerds. So I am playing Willow, uses he, they pronouns. They're the person that keeps the trails clear so that all the other researchers can get to where they need to be without like fighting bushes and whatever else there might be. Uh, As such, I am very well versed in how to use a chainsaw. It's a pity that my favorite chainsaw has both broken and now gone missing. And yeah... I've got a secret that I've only told one person and now they won't let me forget that I told them that secret, but yeah, I'm, I'm just here to provide the muscle for all these actual nerds who do science. And the actual nerds appreciate it. Uh, so Ross, um, I'm playing Ross. He uses he, they pronouns because, uh, they're not very much in touch with their inner manliness i guess um ross denver dr ross denver to be precise is a mycologist 
So he is very much into fungi and can tell you all day about what amazing properties they have. He is looking for um, at a very specific fungus right here. It might even be bigger than the one in Oregon. It's an armillaria one. So it's really, really has a big, big mycelium system. And something's very strange with this fungus. I'll have to tell you, Ross is not uh, not very happy with strange fungi, I think. Uh, strange properties he can't explain. He's very happy with strange fungi. Very happy. You can tell him all about it, and he can tell you all about mushrooms and stuff like that. And I am playing Oscar Merrick. Um, Oscar is one of the park rangers here at the park. He uh, takes care of visitors solves problems, all that usual uh, stuff, like part cop, I guess, is my take on it. He is a long-suffering assistant to uh, Matt Pacer, the um, head ranger for this park, who is generally not particularly competent or committed to the job. So Oscar spends a lot of time trying to uh, cover for them. He has out by the old abandoned ranger station out further into the uh, into the swamp. He is actually cultivating a small crop of uh, of cannabis, which he is trying to keep uh, relatively on the down low, though it seems that quite a few people have already come across it. And currently his primary concern is a strange creature that he has seen roaming through the uh, the swamp that may have just been a particularly large alligator, or maybe it is something more mysterious. Uh, he is currently working with Kay to try and lure and trap this creature uh, in the old uh, abandoned mine shaft. I will be playing Eleanor Grable. Her pronouns are she, her. Uh, she is on site to remark all of the visitor trails. Uh, it turns out there's been some graffiti. And so there's some confusing trail markers that need to be corrected. The cross I bear is an intern named Sammy, and I broke a guardrail, but no one knows that I broke it, but I'm feeling real guilty about it, especially since someone else got hurt because they fell off the trail where the broken guardrail was. I believe that was Ross. I'm sorry, Dr. Denver? He doesn't stand on ceremony. You can call him Ross. He always feels like doctor is his father. I'm playing Kay Callahan, who is an intern. I haven't decided what kind of intern. I think maybe he's just like the intern who does what people tell him to do. I feel like he is definitely the person that people send into the swamp to retrieve the, the drop chainsaw, things like that. Kay is, is not the most competent intern of all time. Um, he has already screwed up uh, our colleague Vicky's stream restoration project, and nobody has found that out yet. He likes to hide out in the abandoned ranger station in the swamp to avoid his co-workers, probably right after he screwed something up. And uh, he's got his eye on a camera that's in the Lost and Found. It's a really nice camera. You'd think somebody would have claimed it by now, but nobody has. And he's thinking that, you know, maybe he could just take it and nobody would notice. It'd be fine, right? Also, there's a group of people who've been camping uh, out here near the mysteriously cold clearing for like weeks now. and. Uh, Kay is sure they're up to something, but Vicky really likes them, so he'll need convincing evidence to kick them out. And he has agreed to help Ross capture a cryptid if Ross will help him gather evidence on these campers. 
I think it was Oscar. Oh, Oscar, you're right. Yes, not Ross. Ross is a mycologist, not a cryptozoologist. So anyway, uh, here is where we start playing actual scenes. Are there any of these plots that seem like something that somebody has a, a thing that they want to do about right now? One of the most immediate ones seems like the dog. Or evidence that the glowing tardigrade incident might be getting out of hand. Oh no, the glowing tardigrades are supposed to be romantic. I mean, they were a science experiment, nothing else. Uh, okay, so which one of these problems does somebody have an idea how to, like, how to get started on? I think we should start out with the dog. Seems like a nice straightforward one. Yeah, it's pretty clear what the problem might be and who is involved. Where did you find this dog? Or where were you? Not so much found the dog as the dog found you. Uh, I was out walking a trail. It's not a special trail. It's one of the easier, like, lower grade ones that visitors with children do. And just this large, friendly black dog bounded out of the woods and came and looked very expectantly at me as though I were going to do something. Oh, yeah. There's our dog. Hi. Hi, doggy. Hi. No, I don't need help. Uh, why am I meeting Ross? Oh, and you're wet. That happens when you fall into a swamp. Um, but you're meeting Ross because I think Ross wants some information from you about the, the trail system here because he wants to go somewhere and he's not sure if it's safe. So, so I head I'm down wherever I know Ross is, which is probably some sort of like a station sort from of a central gathering I, place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm he is assuming, done that or something. At this point, I'm assuming that the dog is just someone's. They're not supposed to be off leash in this particular part of the park, but no one listens. So I'm like, good dog. And then I head on my way. And good dog just keeps coming. Good dog doesn't have a collar or tags. I know I'm probably going to have to drive into town to like bring it to a rescue to see if it's got a microchip. And I'm kind of pretending that it's not happening because I don't want to go into town. And I have zero idea that Ross is afraid of dogs. So yeah. we're heading down there and friendly dog starts bounding ahead of me, obviously having sensed someone else. And I'm kind of hoping it's the family, but whatever. It's a friendly dog. No one's going to mind being approached by a friendly dog. You hear Sammy scream, bear. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dog, Sammy. Dog. Yeah, I said, uh, sorry, sorry. It's a bear. Uh, dog, dog, dog. No, it's huge and black. God, don't scare me like that. Have you never seen a bear? Yeah, yeah, but they're. Have you ever seen a picture of a bear? This is a dog. Hello? There's a dog here. Whose dog is that? Uh, I have no idea. Ah, uh, can, can you take it away, please? It's standing there and it's looking at me. And Ross is uh, somewhere uh, in the back, in the corner, and looks slightly frozen up. And the dog just meandering around and sniffing at things and totally ignoring Ross. But Ross is staring at the dog like that's the biggest grizzly bear you've ever seen. Um, I'm a troll, Ross. I'm like, don't move. It can sense your fear. 
I'm aware of that. Yes, I'm not moving. That's why I'm not moving. Can you please do something about this? The dog is definitely sniffing at your samples. It's real interested in these mushrooms. Uh, and, and get it away from my samples. It should not eat them. That's probably not good for for it or him or her. Um, well, anyway, can you take it away, please, Eleanor? Sure. Come on, you dangerous beast. And I whistle. And the dog comes bounding over and tries to lick my face. Um, why did you tell me to meet you here? I wanted to ask you something about the trails. Uh, there's a map on the table over there. That point, and I'm not moving any closer because the dog is still there. And uh, I, over I, there? yeah, over there. On the table, you can see this, this uh, surveyor's map, I guess. All right, I'm going to need you to point it out. There's a lot of paperwork here. Yes, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of paper, I, I guess. I. There, Everybody leaves their papers on these tables. I've told them not to leave the paper, but you know how Dr. Carver is. She's the most important person here. Anyways, and I'm moving closer to the table, trying to stay out of the way of that dog, but it doesn't seem to attack me or growl or anything. So I'm, I'm okay for the moment. And I'm pointing at some place and saying, "Hey, hey, can you can you see this? This seems to indicate there is a trail over there. It's an old uh, surveyor's map, but I think it might be overgrown. Can, can you maybe go and check that out? Sure. I haven't hit that part of the park yet, but." I'm going to have to hit it eventually. I might Is there some find destination them. you have in mind? Ah, uh, yeah, actually. Um, and I'm totally forgetting about the dog at this point because I'm pointing out, see this symbol? This indicates that it's some uh, very old oak. You probably don't know this, but there are totally oaks that will grow under circumstances like these. They are very rare, but if they are very old, they will be overrun with mushrooms and fungi, and I meet, might find some fruiting bodies I haven't uh, found before. And also, if the mycelium stretches up onto this oak... Ooh, fruiting bodies. Yes, that's what they're called, Eleanor. It's not like you've told me this 17 times, Ross. I'll go check oh. it out and let you know. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And if there are guardrails, can you please check them? Because, you know, I'm still a bit, uh, I, I have shown you my scar from where the crocodile bit me. And then I'm moving back because there's a dog. And it was an alligator, of course, not a crocodile. And I don't think Ross would have made that mistake. I feel like the alligator was maybe about, like, they still have jaw strength, but I'm slightly less impressed with you than like alligator yeah. attack somehow implies that they're like 12 feet long. I will check the guardrails as well as whether or not there's a giant oak with fruiting and, bodies. And maybe find a leash for your dog because I believe this is a nature preserve and dogs are supposed to be leashed here. It's not my dog. It seems to like you. It likes everyone as far as I can tell. I'll see yeah, what I can do. And I think at that point, the dog goes up to Ross because it likes everyone, right? And then tries to sniff him and wag the tail and be nice. And Ross is like, take it away. Please, please. Can you please? Yeah, I'm allergic. I'm allergic. I feel an anaphylactic shock coming. I think I'll let him play out for like at least a minute before I call the dog off. It just wants to be friends. You're fine. I don't want to be friends. I have enough friends. Go away. Go away, and I'm taking a ruler from the table, and then I'm trying to poke away the dog. I 
that might be a roll. Oh, yeah. I'll totally roll. What do I roll with? Uh, if you're trying to physically push it away with a stick, I guess that would be jock. Go with like what part of your reputation would be increased if you succeed at this. I guess uh, if I succeeded at pushing away the dog, I wouldn't seem like a total coward. So jog is probably fine. Uh, do we have a dice roller? Uh, we do. It's actually in the character sheet, way over on the left there. Oh, I see. I see. I click on, on the box. Cool. So I'll click uh, this box and then I'll find out. Oh, wow. Look at that. All right. <laughs> Okay, so I'm at nine, I guess, because I've got a nine too, which is nice, which could have been worse. So nine is a partial success. Uh, the way partial successes work in this, because it's a GM-less game, or a, everybody's a GM game, more like it. Okay, first of all, you do have a token. You can spend that token to make it a complete success, uh, earn a token by making it a failure, or just keep it a complete success. I want a token and I'll make it a failure. This does not go well. All right. So who is least involved in the action? Uh, so who has not done anything in the scene? I think that's either Maria or David. Not that I've done much other than scream about bears. I wonder if maybe, as you're sort of prodding at the dog with a stick, if it maybe grabs the other end of the stick in its mouth and starts like having a tug of war with you with the stick. We're playing! Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a ruler, and I need that ruler back. Yeah, perfect. Um, and certainly, I think it's going to keep hold of this ruler and try and possibly run off with it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, of course, it's uh, Dr. Carver's ruler, not some random ruler that's lying around. It's a very important. It doesn't isn't just a straight ruler, but it has this thing on it, which you can move to make uh, some kind of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the slidey thing that I don't remember the name of it either. Yeah, the slidey thing. Exactly. It has the slidey thing on it. And it's one of a kind. So, um, yeah, well, the dog uh, takes the ruler and Ross is like, Eleanor, that is Dr. Carver's ruler. Get it back. She got it for her graduation. And then she has told me three times about that. It seems like maybe it wasn't the best choice for a dog toy then. It was. I just wanted to get it away from me it's because you have don't have your dog under control. Okay, I'll go see if I can get your very precious ruler. It's not and mine. Just, it's yeah. Dr. Carver's. You were the last person who touched it. It's yours. Certainly not mine. Certainly no. not the dog's. I'll go get it. That's not how the law works. Law of the jungle, baby. And on that, and I walk out, follow the dog. And I'm looking at Sammy and I say, did she just call me baby? So if Eleanor is still chasing the dog, or maybe not bothering to chase the dog, um, I kind of want to see like some evidence that things are getting out of hand about this, uh, this mysterious ghost sighting. I think someone should be getting interviewed by a trashy tabloid. That seems like Oscar, the park ranger, who's probably one of the more easy to find people who's slightly more used to dealing with the public. Yeah, that, that works for me. Who's our trashy tabloid interviewer? Anyone want to play them? Do you want to, Maria? Sure, I can be the trashy tabloid person. Do I need a name? Sure, if you want one. I don't know if this trashy tabloid person's going to show up again, but it is Cynthia Joyce. 
is that an actual person's name? I don't know. It sounds familiar somehow. <laughs> but where do I find Oscar? Like sort of the maybe near the visitor center, or you know, just outside the visitor center, because I figure you know you want to get some actual swamp in the background. Cynthia Joyce is wearing hip waders, even though she's nowhere near the swamp right now, and has like she's she's like completely decked out in uh going into the swamp outfits, and she's just like uh park ranger Merrick. She's like peering very closely at your. You're like, I don't know if you have a name tag, but she's like... Yeah, he's definitely got kind of the name tag and the badge. And he's, you know, in, in his uh, full uniform with the hat and, and everything. So, tell me, in all of your years here, because you look like an experienced sort of fellow, how many times have you seen this ghost? I've uh, been been here for quite a few years now, but um, I, I can assure you this: uh, the, these rumours of um, hauntings and ghosts roaming the the swamp are um, uh, exaggerated. There's there's nothing, no ghosts here. Um, I, I, I can assure you. Now, now, I you're obviously paid to tell me that, but we all know the government's up to something. I mean. Why else would they find a strapping fellow like you to be in charge of the park ranging here? Well, uh, I don't think there's any sort of government conspiracy going on about ghosts here. This park is perfectly safe and uh, a good place to bring the kids for an entertaining and educational time. How much do they pay you to tell me these things? And is, is there anything I can do to sweeten the deal? <sighs> and. Uh... He'll say, uh, can I uh, speak off the record for a moment? Everything's off the record with me until I get the pen out. So, as I say, there's no ghosts around here, but there have been some sightings of a strange creature, like a, an alligator, but big and with a neck thing, maybe. Possibly a bear. It's difficult to tell. It only comes out at night. Say, Mr. Park Ranger, is this park open at night to the public or close friends? We could be friends, right? Well, uh, ma'am, I wouldn't want you uh, getting into any sort of danger. The swamp can be a dangerous place at nights, but if I'm able to find more evidence of this creature, I'll be sure to uh, drop you a line. Ah, yes, she will definitely slip a business card into Oscar's front pocket. Anything for the readers of the Tallahassee Extra Special? Just C certainly. We'll do, uh, Miss Joyce. If uh, I am able to get more evidence of this, I'm pretty sure that this will be big, real big. I mean, both figuratively and literally, I, I guess. Well, I. Look forward to seeing you handle such a large challenge. I think she just like goes off and like sits on benches outside of the visitor center, crosses her leg and starts writing, but is definitely looking through her lashes at strapping park ranger nerd Oscar. <laughs> awesome. That is beautiful. <laughs> I'm so glad you claimed that character, Maria. <laughs> So I think I'm 
spying on these campers. And it's definitely close enough to on the way to the secret marijuana field or wherever Willow is going to locate their chainsaw that uh, that they could stumble upon me. Yeah, I think Willow's coming in through the back way. Like, I don't know if there's a path, but like they're pitting the branches off the trail with a stick that they picked up off the ground and like basically just snapping the branches with their hands because no more chainsaw. Okay, what are you doing? Be quiet. And like bring down the binoculars, <laughs> trying to get a look at them. That group of campers, they've been there for two and a half weeks now. I didn't even know you were allowed to stay for more than a week. Did the head park ranger forget to do rounds again and just not kick them out? He seems fine with them, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but there's just something about them. It's, it's, it's weird. Like sometimes we get scientists come in, you know, and they come and talk to us and they tell us what they're doing and they, they talk about the research. You can't get them to shut up about the research sometimes, but these people know, but they have like some jars and containers I saw outside one of their tents and not, not like beer cans, like, like glass jars, like you collect samples in. You know, if they were doing that for some kind of research, you'd think they would talk about it. They haven't said anything at all to me. Uh, hey, intern Kay, I'm not like a scientist or anything, but like, is this what you're supposed to be doing? Nobody has told me to do anything else right now. So you've just been sitting here watching them for like two weeks? No, 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 like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. I mean, I just, I keep track of them, you know, because you can't not notice they're here. Have... Have you talked to them? I, I mean, yeah, they say hi. And I, you know, I asked them what they were here for. And they said something about bird watching. But nobody uses bottles to bird watch. Maybe they're like bait to catch the birds. Yeah, that's illegal. Well, not to catch, catch the birds, but like to lure the birds closer so they can watch them. Mm, that's probably legal. That's just a bird feeder. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll look for seed around there, but I don't know. Something something about them is just weird. Uh, what, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just clearing this path to go see if I can figure out where that one guy hid my chainsaw. Somebody hid your chainsaw? That sucks. I put the chainsaw somewhere and then it disappeared from where it was. Was it one of these people? Because that would give us an excuse to, like, search their tents. I mean, I kind of think it was Oscar, because I saw him, like, leaving the place where I put it once, but... Okay, yeah, well... I mean, he could be working with these people. Seems a, a little far-fetched, I guess. Uh, you know, there are some old chainsaws in the shed. There's some machetes, too, if you can't get those to start. Oh. Hmm. No idea if they work. Okay. Do you think two machetes equals one chainsaw? Like, I mean, if you can use them with two hands at once, I guess. I don't know. That that doesn't seem. And I'm like, pick up some sticks and like trying to swing both of them at once. I I don't think that's going to work super well. Or do you mean you're going to hold them both in one hand? I was thinking like a sort of chopping motion. Not really sure. Like I said. Machetes are a thing of the past, and I'm more of a chainsaw person. You could try it. It's just that there's a whole bunch of trails recently that look like they need to be cleared, and 
it takes a lot longer when you don't have a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's windy, like the branches falling. But uh, um, why would Oscar steal your chainsaw? I don't know. Maybe he was jealous of my chainsaw. It didn't really work, but I mean, there's a certain panache isn't there to like carrying a chainsaw around. I guess. Oh, you you probably don't understand because you're an intern, but when you roam the wilds here, you you've got to look the part. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you, if you just want to look the part, you can carry around a broken chainsaw all the time, but it doesn't seem worth it. Look, we're talking really loudly. I'm sure those people now know we're here. So, you got anything for me to do? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm walking down this trail. And there are a whole bunch of branches just sticking out at eye level. You should um, maybe just look like you are pulling, pulling the branches out of the way. It's for their own good. They they won't judge you. Okay, sure. Yes, I'll go. I'll go break off branches at eye level. Yeah, exactly. And I think I just go down the trail, like snapping off branches at eye level. I think the dog and I'm going to be following the dog. And I'm going to just stop and stare at you. What you doing? Well, you know, Willow said um, their chainsaw disappeared. So snap, break, crack, like <laughs> trying to tug it loose. And like, I have a stick in my hand. So I'm sure the dog is very interested in that. Is the dog still carrying a ruler? The dog has now dropped the ruler to go after your stick. I throw it down the trail. I pick up the ruler. Whose dog? Good question. But it's still Ross's ruler, and apparently Ross has feelings about the ruler, so... Ross has feelings about a lot of things, I think. And all of them are mushrooms. Yeah, especially mushrooms. <laughs> it's good you got the ruler back. Who are you supposed to be working for? I'm pretty sure Willow doesn't have an intern. I'm like the all-purpose intern. You afraid of bears? No. I mean, I guess maybe I would be if there was a bear right here, but there's just no bears here. It's kind of too bad, but I, I looked it up and there's been no bears recorded here ever. It's really weird. Okay, tell you what. You remember where Ross's lab is? Yeah. Have a ruler. Bring this back to Ross. Ask Ross if there's anything more useful than snapping branches off of trees. And I kind of like, shoot. <laughs> yep, I will go do that. I feel like I should find something weird right now, but I'm not sure what. Roll a dice. We'll see if it's a good weird thing or a bad weird thing. Okay. I mean, you could find some glowing tardigrades. What exactly am I rolling? I mean, if you're finding something, hmm, that's a good question, actually. Uh, I'll roll goth. I want it to be yeah. something weird. Sure, yeah. If you want it to be something weird, goth seems good. I have not seen this format of rolling before. Let's see, check a box to roll. Okay, I got a six. 
Great. So would you like to spend a token and make that a uh, partial success, which I guess would be a somewhat good thing, or uh, leave it as a failure? I would like to leave it as a failure. Awesome. Um, Sabine, you haven't done anything in the scene. What do you think happens? Yeah, you know what? I think what happens is um, as you walk down the path, you will notice that your dog and the enthusiasm about the whole stick situation has broken another guardrail because it seems like your thing to have broken guardrails all around. And Oh, and the dog is now trying to destroy the guardrail and pull off some branches or stuff like, uh, yay, look at what I found. Looks at you and is totally happy and wags his tail full of enthusiasm about the breaking guardrail. seems to be uh, their favorite thing now. Good dog. Good dog. Come here. And I will throw a stick in the opposite direction of the guardrail. And talk pelts after the stick, trying to find another guardrail. Is this a particularly important guardrail? Yeah, I think it might be because from this place where you are at, you can see um, some sort of site. There is um, a very overgrown, you can't even tell what kind of tree it is, but it's very overgrown with a, with a special kind of moss that is right now blooming, actually. And people like to take pictures from here. And there is also a sign that says, take pictures here. And there's, of course, no warning not to drop into the water or not to go swimming. Looks like I'll be going back for some more caution tape. Come on, dog. Let's go back to the visitor center. And I think the dog is just like yeah. continuing to happily trot alongside me now that it has a stick again. The dog I'm you. sure no one will fall through this while I'm going off to get caution tape. Yeah, probably not. Sammy, stay here. Make sure that no one falls through this guardrail. Everything will be fine. Um, all right. I'm just going to stand here. Make sure nobody falls off the guardrail. Okay. It's really just that I enjoy abandoning Sammy. So um, I head back to the visitor center to get more caution tape. I believe that this is going to add to my story that I have no idea how the other guardrail broke. Apparently our guardrails are just in shitty, shitty condition. It's almost like we're in a swamp. Who should I run into? Good question. Who's at the visitor center? Um, so we have that reporter around <laughs> interviewing people. Is Oscar still at the visitor center too? Uh, yeah, pr probably in the vicinity. Who's the friend, Oscar? Oh, um, a reporter here about the uh, the haunting thing. Are they going to interview you? Are they waiting for the ghost to show up themselves? Maybe. Um, they they uh, seem to just be uh, hanging around still. I mean, I had a quick uh, talk with them just earlier. Did you forget to notice that someone was flirting with you again? I think she's more interested in hanging around for the uh, story. I guess maybe she'll catch one of the other people uh, to, to talk to about it. Well, I'm going to go out the back way then. Yeah, it's probably a good plan. 
Uh, I'm going to head over to the storage shed. There's uh, yet another broken guardrail up on the trail. I left Sammy there, so I should probably get back to that. Where was this broken guardrail? I'm starting to get suspicious. Whatever we call the tree. Remember the, the, the big old tree? The tourist baity one? I'll come with you. There's something strange going on. Uh, oh, how do you feel about dogs? Uh, dogs are pretty cool. I have to check by the campsite to see if they have a dog that they didn't tell us about, but there's a dog that's following me around, and so we're going to have a dog come along. I haven't had time to get into town or have anyone take it. So now we have a dog. Oh, Ross is afraid of dogs. Just in case you need to know this at some point. Ross is afraid of dogs and thinks I, that you can fend them off with rulers. Give me a moment and um, Oscar's going to head into uh, Lost Property Room and uh, come back with a leash and a big spike collar. Say, so I found this down at the uh, old abandoned mine shaft. I suspect that I know exactly <laughs> what you're implying, but I'm not sure that you know why there would have been a collar and leash. So I try not to laugh and go out to put the dog on the big spiky collar with the leash. How are you going to deal with Cynthia? Who I believe has come over at this point, having noticed some activity. Yeah, uh, I think I think she's going to look at the leash and the collar critically with her investigative eyes and be like, those seem rather large for animals. Is is this for the the ghost sighting or the alligator? Uh, no, it's it's uh, okay, uh, ma'am. Nothing to worry about. Just a uh, big dog. Do you think we put alligators on leashes or ghosts on leashes? Well, I was trying to ignore, but this is too good. Obviously, it's either. There's just you all really don't say much to the public, and so there's just been a lot of. Rumors around this place. By the way, I'm Cynthia Joyce. She extends a hand to Eleanor. Like, I don't know if you can see my name badge or not, but I'm just going to go, nice to meet you. Are you a park ranger also? Uh, I'm employed by the park. Do you uh, help Mr. Merrick here with large creatures? Yes, all the time. I see, I see. Well, you wouldn't mind if I tagged along, would you? Oscar's in charge of visitor experiences. You're going to have to clear it with him. It should be okay, yeah, ma'am. If you'd like to come along with us, we're just going to uh, check out on some uh, damage to the guardrails and, uh, well, get this dog under control. Oh, I would love to see that dog out of control. I mean, I would be happy to tag along and provide a human interest story for the Tallahassee Extra Special. I had a feeling with what, the, like the hip waiters and the business cash suit or whatever you're wearing, that this was this was not one of the more legitimate reporters, but I totally roll my eyes when I find out where you're from. Well, excuse me, uh, other park ranger. You're excused. I roll for. 
Oh, nothing. Um, I'm so glad we have a member of their fine journalistic staff of the Tallahassee uh, wackadoodle. It's the extra special because everything here is just extra special. I will just observe. Don't mind me. I'll just be here. Okay. I'm going to call the dog over. The dog is fine with being put on this ridiculous leash and collar. Um, I think I'm going to hand it to Cynthia to walk. Well, if you're coming along, you might as well make yourself useful. Takes a leash. Pat, pat on the dog. And let's head to the broken guardrail. I'm pretty sure that as we approach, we hear Sammy scream bear as she hears us approach. No, Sammy. People. All that crashing through the the, the, the twigs. You can give me a heart attack. Did we miss anything exciting, Sammy? Uh, just some noises. Uh, it's a little creepy out here, honestly. The swamp is... Uh, I kind of look out at the swamp. There, there's noises. Like big things moving around in the brush. But nobody nobody came by. Kind of glance at Cynthia. Uh, hi, 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 new person. Hmm. Which direction did you hear the large things moving, Sammy? Sammy. Sally left, remember? Um, toward the, well, you know where, the, the field. Hmm. You guys go on ahead. I have some caution tape to string up. Um, Oscar's going to just take a look at where the guardrail's broken off and is just going to kind of, you know, inspect it and nod and, and make general, like, uh, hmm, interesting type noises. Strange. Seems to have been something disturbing these guardrails a lot recently. And um, it's just going to give kind of like a knowing nod. Yeah, it's almost like we're in a park full of wildlife. I mean, you know, bears scratch and trees and stuff and tear, tear stuff apart, right? Like guardrails. Yes, Oscar, this is obviously bear damage. Hmm. That would be my first thought as well, but it's said that there's never been a bear spotted in this nature preserve. And I think we know why. Why? I make a meaningful eye contact with Cynthia. I'm like, that's what they want you to think. Uh, if Cynthia were a, a real character, Cynthia would be trying to, like, roll nerd. But Cynthia's not a real character. So <laughs> <I feel like laughs> so but she, she's definitely just, like, taking so many notes right now, and they're all question mark bear? Question mark. <laughs> I, th- I think, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I was going to say something for Cynthia, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if Cynthia has anything to add. <laughs> So she's holding Just, just writing down bear, question mark. Um, that scene? Or? I think so, yeah. 